Okay. I think it is. Here we are again. <laughs> Hi, Jocelyn. Hi, everyone. Best Coast Business Live. I'm Andrea Geis. Today's Tuesday. What day is today? Taco Tuesday, the 29th of March. Can't believe it's almost April. Can you? No, I'm I'm ready for it, though. You know. And the further we get away from 2021 and 2020, <laughs> the, the happier I am. <laughs> keep on trekking towards yeah. that finish line of 2022. <laughs> so where are you right now, Jocelyn? I am actually in San Francisco. I'm at a conference uh, just in my hotel room, but happy to see the beautiful Central Coast in the background and can't wait to get home. I bet. We miss you, too. And you're going to do some shopping up there? Oh, yeah, you bet I am. <laughs> some, some real shopping. <laughs> Perfect. Well, let's get this party started. So Terry Banish, Deputy City Manager of the City of Atascadero. Welcome Hello. again. Thanks for always being here. Thank you for having me. Every, how, every week. <laughs> yeah. I want to yeah. know how the um, craft beer fest went this past weekend. The beer fest was amazing. There was over 50 beer vendors out there and they did really well. It's about 2000 people and just, it was amazing. They had the um, different like people dressing up with the, like the Viking attire and stuff like that. So it was super fun. And they had this new selfie piece of equipment. Like you stand on this round, like, platform and the camera spins around and it's super fun like you could just be dancing and it shows slow motion and so many people enjoyed that city hall in the background and all of that wow so, yeah I think I'll incorporate that in one of our events coming up here <laughs> so yeah and they had you know, real life beer pong. what's that what is your next event? Oh, geez. I thought you never asked. <laughs> um, we have our spring concert series, and that will be downtown Atascadero. And that is Saturday, April 2nd. And it goes through Saturdays um, all through April through the 23rd, 4 to 6 p.m. So you can come downtown and enjoy all of the different, you know, breweries and wine bars. And we have it all going on. So come down to Atascadero. You can enjoy both before and after the concert. Um, and during its open container city of Atascadero. So you can go purchase your beer and your wine and come out to listen to Burning James and the funky, well, let's see, All-Stars. <laughs> the Burning James All-Stars. He just changed his name. So sorry about that, James. Um, but they're a great band, a great way to kick it off. And it's free to attend. Bring your low back chair, enjoy Sunken Gardens. We'll have uh, our Zorb balls and our bounce houses out there from Bubble Fun 101. And we'll also have three different food trucks. We have Tacaria Don Jose, we'll have Zen Dog, and we'll have Paradise Shaved Ice. So the shaved ice kind of comes in handy, you know, with the beverage type part. Just saying, um, have a lot of fun. So that's our next event. And then we have a lineup um, that is, is a lot of fun. It'll go if you go to visit atascadero.com forward slash events, you'll see all the different things that we have to offer uh, with our spring concert series. And that starts this Saturday at what time? Yeah, this Saturday, April 2nd at four o'clock. Oh, and a, cute. You know, longer days. Longer days. Yeah. Go downtown, support our businesses downtown. And Brute Zoo is coming. So Brute Zoo is April 30th. And that's another opportunity. And that's where I'm going to get that little selfie thing going because I think that'll be fun and then the live beer pong because that's cool too <laughs> so wow yeah all while making money for the zoo so all all good stuff um, are like there it. still tickets available for brew at the zoo or is that 
I thought you'd never say, uh, never ask, right? Um, we have our early bird that happens through March 31st at 35 bucks. And we're gonna have like 25 breweries, wineries, cideries, kombucha, all of it's gonna be going on at Brew at the Zoo. And we'll have the Vibe Setters band and garden party band, and we'll have a ton of food trucks and stuff. But get your tickets now. Go to visitatascadero.com. Click on events, you'll see Brew at the Zoo, and your tickets right now are 35 bucks. So it's really a good deal. Okay. So I have a quick question. Yes. <laughs> These are just like the hamsters in my head that are just spinning all the time. Who is in charge of updating your website? Because there's probably a lot of content that goes into that on the daily. Yeah, I, me, I, I, oh! well, me and, um, I, well, I do all the events and we update all the restaurants and all of the drink establishments. And then Verdon uh, Marketing helps us keep the Visit of Toscadero side looking really cool with our different travel itineraries um, and all of the content that goes in with the hotels and lodging and that. So it's a dual effort, uh, but the day-to-day is more on my end. And I have a new person that's going to be starting soon who actually got promoted here that will help me with that and all the social media posting and that kind of thing. So there's, there's you know, a, a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> that so well it's valuable information and it's you know when you google something it's easy to just pull it up and get what you need yeah and if anybody needs anything info at visitatascadero.com is the email for me and they'll get me directly and whatever they need I can get them where they need to go so that's always helpful perfect well thank you Terry do you have any other questions Jocelyn I think we're all set for the month of April now I know. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. Always so much going on in Tascadero and appreciate you so much, Terry. Always keeping us in the loop. Thank you. Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Good. Good. And nice to be here. Well, we're so excited to have you. Jennifer is with the Lumina Alliance. So she's going to tell us a little bit about the new name. And there's been a lot going on with that organization and a merger. I know all about those type of things. It's really fantastic. And um, also Sexual Assault Awareness Month. So uh, Jennifer, you want to, we'll start us off. Um, tell us about the two organizations that merged and how we are now with the Lumina Alliance. So Lumina Alliance was created in July last year through a merger between RISE uh, and Stand Strong. And so RISE provided sexual assault services and domestic violence services, um, domestic violence services up in North County, sexual assault services throughout the entire county. And Stand Strong, which was previously known as the Women's Shelter, provided uh, domestic violence services in San Luis and South County. So as you can tell, just by trying to explain it, it can be a little confusing. And so people didn't know where to go if they needed help. Donors would get confused who they wanted to support and law enforcement would even get confused on who they needed to call. So it was a um, labor of love for the boards and staff over many years. Um, and we were finally able to bring it together. So now San Luis Obispo County has one organization um, if you or a loved one, someone you care about has been impacted by uh, recent sexual assault, something that's happened to them in the past, childhood sexual abuse, uh, intimate partner violence, so that can be, you know, a married family or um, dating, stalking, any of those types of issues, you have one place to contact and we are here to help. 
Has that been an easy transition to merge those two and to get everyone on board with how to communicate and who to reach and it, it has, it's been okay? Well, you know, mergers are, it's always kind of complicated because you have, you know, two different groups of people. We were, we each had about 40 staff. So now we have about 80. And so, and we're throughout the county, right? We have an office in Grover Beach. Uh, we have several offices here in San Luis and then up in Paso. We have three shelters, one in Paso, one in Atascadero, one in San Luis. Um, so coordinating and getting all of those departments meshed and um, maybe under different leadership and uh, you know all the policies and procedures that have to go with that, it, it's been a little complicated internally, um, but externally with people accessing our services, calling that 24-hour crisis line, um, law enforcement reaching out so that we can respond to police departments and hospitals, uh, that has been pretty seamless. We worked really hard to make sure that we were accessible to clients as they needed us uh, throughout the process. Yeah, that's really good. That's very important be available. So you guys have a couple events coming up, right? Maybe? Yes. <laughs> so April is sexual assault. We used to call it awareness month, um, but we now call it action month. And so um, we were due to the Me Too movement and just a lot of things that have happened over the past decade. Most people are aware that these issues are happening in our community. Um, and so what we want to do is give people an opportunity to act and to do something. So um, April 5th is Teal Day. That's the colored ribbon that represents Sexual Assault uh, Action Month. And so we ask people to wear a teal ribbon or something of teal color uh, to raise awareness. Um, April 22nd is our bigger event for the month and it's called our Flashlight Series. And that's where we either bring a speaker, we're actually gonna be showing a movie and have a panel um, at the Palm Theater. So it's April 22nd at 5.30. And we are gonna be screening a movie called I Am Evidence. And it is about the backlog of SART kits uh, that uh, the sexual assault um, evidence kits that are collected when someone has experienced uh, a rape. And so, there has been a problem in the, our country with those kits not being processed. And so this movie is about that. And then we will have guests that are locally involved in that process, including our advocates, some SART nurses and law enforcement to talk about what that looks like locally, uh, as well as how that, how that has impacted the country. And then on April 27th is Denim Day. Um, which is like, why Denim Day? Uh, it's actually from a case that happened in Italy um, probably about 30 years ago where a judge ruled that a victim could not have been raped because she was wearing jeans. And he um, believed that she would have had to take off her jeans or help remove them. And therefore it must have been consensual. And so it's uh, bringing awareness to how victims are blamed for sexual assault. And so uh, that's why we have a day called Denim Day. And then finally, on April 28th, we, uh, we will be joining Cal Poly, uh, their safer organization. So that's the on-campus organization that's similar to ours 
for Take Back the Night. And so that will happen from six to eight. And it's a really big year this year. Uh, Safer is um, celebrating 25 years of being in existence. And they, they came into existence after Kristen Smart uh, disappeared. And so uh, recognizing that um, on that night. That, those are a lot of events um, for April. They all sound really um, important and significant. If anyone wants to donate to help support any of those events or volunteer, like how can people get involved with Lumina? So very excitingly, we finally have our new website up. And so you, anyone can go to luminaalliance.org. And um, even if you go to the old RISE website or Stand Strong website, it will take you to Lumina Alliance. Um, and on there will be information about the different events that are coming up. Uh, and they can also find ways to get more involved with us, um, get on our mailing list. Um, you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram for, with Lumina Alliance and uh, follow all the things that are happening. Okay. It sounds, I mean, it's, it's a very delicate subject, but it's also, it's a great resource in what you're doing too, because people need it and to have advocates in your corner when you, when you know that you need some help, it's great. How long have you been with this merged organization now? So uh, the merger happened last July. So we have, we're not even a year old, but I personally have been doing this work since the mid nineties. Um, and I started as the volunteer coordinator and have worked my way up and been a part of all the different organizations that came to, together to create this. And I, I will say you brought up a great point about, you know, it's a, it's a hard uh, subject to talk about. And it's, um, it actually, that informed our name. And so people will say, oh my gosh, another name. And well, that doesn't even say what you do. It's impossible to say what we do in one word. We offer a ton of services uh, to support people, you know, shelters or therapy, um, and we do important prevention work. But what we want to do is really shine a light on these issues and bring them out of the dark because there is so much shame associated with them. And um, it's when you are a victim of sexual assault or intimate partner violence, you have nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, something bad was done to you. It's not your fault. And um, we're, we're here to shine a light and provide a guiding light on how you can heal and move beyond it. And we're an alliance because it takes an, a community. We, we are not going to solve these problems or prevent them from happening all by ourselves. So we really work uh, closely with our partners in the community. And Jennifer, can you touch a little bit on, you know, sometimes I think people have the misunderstanding that um, something like this just happens to women. Can you talk, can you speak a little bit to that? And then also about the hotline, like if someone needs to, you know, if they have an emergency or they need to talk to someone right away, how do, how do they reach out for help? Because that can be really scary. Yes. Yeah, so um, the, our hotline number is 805-226-5400. There is someone answering that 24-7. Um, it's very difficult to pick up the phone and make that call. And we understand that. And we really want to encourage people. You don't have to say exactly what happened. Um, you don't even have to be the person that was directly impacted. It can be someone that you care about and you're not sure what to say to them or how to support them. 
uh, we can help you with that. We can help talk through those things. Um, you know, I had a, a, a young teenager call the crisis line. I happened to be on the, call, on the um, crisis line last week and took a call and she had not told anybody yet and she wasn't sure what she wanted to do. And so we talked through her options and we don't tell you what to do. We don't give you advice. We just give you your options and talk about all the different choices you have because your choices were taken away uh, at the time that the event happened. Um, and with regards to, you know, you bring up a really good point. We both, the, the word women was in uh, the previous names of, of these organizations because the historically when these organizations were established, uh, the oldest one was established in 1977, uh, the Rape Crisis Center, it was seen as a women's issue. And you will notice that it's mostly women that are working here. Um, and that is a misperception. Uh, men and boys are impacted by these issues. They can be victims of childhood sexual abuse, um, of adult sexual assault, um, and, and intimate partner violence. And so what I usually explain to people is that um, not, you know, men are the, men are ma the majority of the perpetrators but most men are not perpetrators. So if, if that makes sense. Uh, so, we, you know, we work to, um, our, our prevention work is so key because we're out there in the schools and we're out there with young people talking about these issues and what does respect look like and what does a healthy relation look, relationship look like and boundaries um, so that we can be really clear about how we treat each other uh, in those interactions. I think it's great that you're actually in schools too and go and advocate that way. That's awesome. High schools, middle schools, high <laughs> elementary, right? Colleges? Yeah. It's, it's never too early to start, right? Um, because uh, in fact, we have this really awesome new um, program called Redefine Slow. And we actually have a whole website, so you can go to redefineslow.org. If you have young people in your life, whether it's your own children or nieces and nephews or, you know, any way and uh, are around young kids, it's a great site because as you, again, said earlier, these are difficult things to talk about. And so oftentimes parents avoid it because they don't know what to say and because it's then never talked about, if something bad happens, kids and teenagers and even young adults can find it very difficult to bring it forward uh, and to speak it out loud. So this website provides conversation guides and lots of tips and ideas for how to broach these conversations with the young people in your world so that they understand, you know, um, this, you know, I've never, and I've talked to thousands of victims in my, in my career, I've never talked to a victim, male, female, child, adult, that did not blame themselves for what happened. And so it's one of our most important messages is it's not your fault, no matter what you did, if you were drinking, if you were on a date with this person, um, if you let them in your front door, you know, it doesn't matter um, that it, it's not on the victim, right? Um, so that's why we as a community have to really work hard to 
change um, how we treat each other and what's acceptable. Wow, you are doing such important work that um, just the awareness work and then just the the resources. So I know you talked a little bit about the hotline, but what um, you mentioned that you have a few shelters. So if someone's in a real crisis situation, what does that look like? So yeah, so we have, we can um, house uh, close to 50 people in our three different shelters. And uh, unfortunately, they're usually full. Um, each house houses, uh, you know, and these are regular homes in neighborhoods. So it's regular bedrooms and, you know, shared bathrooms and kitchens, kitchens and living rooms. So it's not, you know, bunk beds in a large room. Um, but these homes are there for people that need somewhere to go uh, when it's because deciding to leave is so difficult. And it's one of the reasons we don't ever tell people, oh, you should leave because leaving is the most dangerous time. And so it is up to um, the victim to determine when it is safest for them to get out. And so that might be something that they don't really plan for. And they all of a sudden are you know, getting in the car and maybe maybe they were able to grab a suitcase full of things and maybe not. And so they can call us and we will do what we can to either get them into a shelter here, find another shelter close that has availability. Maybe we put them up in a hotel room for a short amount of time. Sometimes we're just helping people get to, you know, maybe they have family in another state, um, but they just don't have the resources to get there. And so we can help them do that um, just so that they can find safety. Uh, we help people with restraining orders. Um, you know, those, uh, those can be an important tool, uh, but they're also just a piece of paper and they can also, you know, escalate uh, the anger and the violence. And so, you know, again, we, we do not tell people what to do. We let them know what all their options are and choices pulling at my heartstrings over here <laughs> high high stress situations too and high emotions so it, it is and I you know I was just um it's so interesting I was just in a, a meeting earlier with um another community leader and this is not someone that I knew very well um but we were talking about ways we could partner and work together and you know, this person came forward and let me know that they had um, used our services in the past. And um, it was so inspiring, right? Because now I'm talking to this person in a totally different context. So they used our services, they got the help that they needed. They are now living a safe, healthy, violence-free life. And um, what what it brought up for me was that so often when I talk about this in my work uh, and, and any staff here, when we talk about it, people say, oh my gosh, that's so hard and it must be so sad and it's so difficult. Um, it, it is all the reasons that bring people to us are really you know, difficult and hard to hear. Um, and it is an absolute privilege 
to bear witness and to be able to be there in people's most vulnerable and painful moments and to be able to watch them on their journeys to healing and moving beyond this. Um, because oftentimes when they first, when things like this first happen, or when you're first coming out of a violent relationship or, or a sexual assault has just happened, it feels like it's everything. It feels like that's, that's all you are and that it's the only thing that about you that matters. And so it's really important. We give the message, you know, eventually this will become a part of who you are and no longer define who, you know, it won't define you. It will be a part of who you are and, and getting to bear witness to that and watch people on that journey. It's, it's a gift. Yeah. It seems like it'd be very rewarding and just give back and know that those success stories were from the roots of your labor and everyone involved. But, you know, on, on the flip side of that, I know there's sometimes where people try to leave toxic relationships or situations and it doesn't end up very well for the mother or the father or the children or anything. And those are the, those are the hard ones, but, and they're, they're out there, but that's why your organization is in place as well. Yes. And, you know, it, that is absolutely the truth. And what we know um, is that, you know, incidents of domestic violence can end in the loss of life. Uh, We just had our big event over the weekend and we had a very brave supporter who um, donates to us and is involved with us um, share his story about losing his sister um, in a domestic violence uh, incident. And so it's, it's, um, it really makes you stop and pause because yes, it, it absolutely can end that way. And, and the pain of keeping secrets of childhood sexual abuse of, of rape, um, any of these secrets also can eat away at people and they're, you know, suffer greatly from PTSD and depression and anxiety and, can lead to suicidality. Um, so, you know, it, it's, these are, um, they can be very much life and death situations, which is again, why we so want the word out that we're here, that you're not alone, that it's not your fault and that it is possible to heal and, and move on. Such a great, such a great message. And I hope that people will share this post and, and get the word out. And that if they know anyone who's um, been through this, or if they themselves need some help, that they will absolutely reach out. Um, Jennifer, can I ask you one more time just to give your information, how people can get in touch with Lumina? And also, can you run through those dates one more time of um, April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month? So we want to make sure that we um, hit those again. Great. So yes, uh, our hotline is 805-226-5400. You can also go to our website and find that number on our website is luminalliance.org. And you can reach us through our chat. Uh, we have a chat feature um, during business hours uh, that's also available. And then for Sexual Assault Action Month, we have April 5th is Teal Day. April 22nd is our flashlight series. We'll be screening I Am Evidence at the Palm Theater at 530. Uh, April 27th is Denim Day. And April 28th is Take Back the Night at the Cal Poly campus um, from six to eight. Okay, a lot of ways to get involved there and support the work of Lumina. Congrats on the new name. I think it's wonderful. And on the merger, I know how much work that is, but 
Um, it seems like the organization is stronger than ever, and we hope that people will really, who need it, will really um, take advantage of the resources that you offer and, and get in touch. So. Yeah, thank you for being here today, Jennifer. Good, good stuff. Good info. Thank you. Thanks so much for inviting me. We really appreciate all the opportunities to get the word out. We'll do what we can to help. Taking one for the team over here. Well, thank you. Thank you. So typically we would have Central Coast Strong do their segment, but our friends Jack and Tiffany are taking a little hiatus and doing some, what is he doing? Santa Barbara, and he's doing yeah. some surgeries. So yeah. think of Jack and um, keep them in your thoughts and prayers and good vibes and all of those things. Jocelyn, yeah, we're you looking for I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, we're just looking forward to having them back. And um, what, a, what a good segment today. This is always, it's always time well spent here. Absolutely. Learning about local businesses and nonprofits and seeing your pretty face. So You're thank welcome. you. I look forward to next week. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day. Enjoy shopping. Bye. Bye. Good to see you, Jocelyn. Good to see you, Terry. Bye-bye.